0: Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hi and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm David Harvey. I'm a Senior Investment Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I'm going to continue talking about these interest rate rises. I guess I'm quite perplexed as to why the Reserve Bank actually did increase the uh, official cash rate during the week or last week. And I just don't get it. I suppose you sort of picked that up from my previous um, discussions on this, or podcasts, in that what I'd been doing is was expecting that the government would, or the RBA, sorry, that the RBA would actually wait until, say, January, February, before it started to kick up uh, official interest rates. And the main reason for that is that by that stage, they can then properly assess how the real economy is going, they can assess, it. can the economy stand up on its own two feet? Because at the moment, I suspect that what's happening is that we're still seeing a, an outworking of the enormous amount of cash that the government has spent on stimulus. And so therefore, in some ways, even though we are getting some good figures coming through and everyone's saying, yeah, 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 that uh, it's all it's all standing on its own, I suspect there hasn't been enough separation to actually understand whether the economy can really stand on its own. And so therefore I'm sort of a bit nervous from that perspective. But the other issue is that the recent official projections for the for the growth of the economy is only 2%. And if you've only got 2% growth, you're not going to be attracting new jobs. And that is really a key thing that the government needs to be doing at the moment, I think. And uh, although our unemployment rate's not really poor like it is, say, in the United States, but nonetheless that um, it's good to be able to get as much... Employment as we can. The other thing is that with the um, inflation, the projection for the 09 10 year is uh, 1.9%. And that's well within the uh, the target range for the RBA. So there's just absolutely no reason at all because generally what the, the RBA is trying to do, if, there's, if, if we start to get growth too strong or we start to get inflation running too high, then you do have to raise the official cash rates just to temper that sort of growth and just to pull it back. But everything at the moment indicates nothing's really out control. So therefore there's no need to raise the interest rates. Anyway, if they waited another two or three months, what would be the difference in the overall scheme of things? But at least they've got more chance of being right is where I'm coming from. Now, what the RBA have been saying is that they're concerned about the property bubble coming to the fore, and therefore we have to raise official cash rates. But I, I suspect that this is not – if you're really worried about the property bubble, then most, I suspect that r- broadly raising the interest rates right across the whole economy is not really the way to address a particular – Part of our economy because the property bubble is really relates to residential. So, all we're talking about is residential property with the property bubble. We're not talking about business. We're not talking about, uh, say, shopping centres or office buildings or anything like that, because what we know from that is that the uh, the businesses are, are finding it very tough at the moment, and we know that um, a lot of the commercial property is down enormously in terms of its property values, and therefore that is being carried by the banks at the moment. So therefore, raising official interest rates doesn't help that side, certainly. But what they're doing, I think, is actually, by, by the, the, the approach that the government is taking, is that they're really getting us to be consumers to be more consumption to actually get this thing going. Whereas in fact, that we're not going to get going until the real economy gets going. And the real economy is all about producing stuff. It's not about consuming stuff. So we've actually got to get the, the the units of production working. And if we've got higher interest rates, well, that means that the real economy finds it more difficult to get going. And therefore, it's slower, has a negative impact on jobs, because over time, they're just going to have to let people go. And, then, and that's not really what I think the government really wants to do. So we need to help the real economy, not just the residential uh, real estate. And we need to get that real economy back on the path to recovery. So therefore... How do we deal with the property bubble? I mean, I'm no sort of super guru on all this sort of stuff. I'm coming at it from a sort of a, I suppose, a fireside view, but sort of applying a bit of intelligence, I hope, to it. But I suspect that what the RBA is doing is coming at it from the, what they're trying to do is to cool the demand side of the residential property market in the hope that what they'll do then is to keep the property prices under control. But I suspect that all that's going to do is just push the price up because there's a lot of Asian money coming into Australia buying property at the moment. And so all that's it means is that the opportunity goes to the Asians and our local people can't afford to pay for it. So I suspect that the better way to approach it would be to say, okay, what's the best thing to do with property? And I think that There is a a lot of, I suppose, undersupply of residential property in Australia. So why not address that side of it? I mean, at the moment, the the government is putting $8 billion of our money into residential mortgage-backed securities in the interest of protecting the, to make sure that residential house prices don't fall, that there's enough liquidity or better liquidity in that area. So if we're going to do that, I reckon that we ought to be getting the banks or the government should be putting pressure on the banks to say, well, look, you need to be supplying more money to the property developers who can't get money at the moment, get them going. So that'll actually then address the, the undersupply of residential houses. That'll take the pressure off rising house prices or, res- or property prices and at the same time generate jobs. It just seems so simple to me. But the government doesn't seem to want to address it that way. They're coming from the other angle. Because there's, there's, what's happening is so this is a credit crisis and people are getting staff for credit and so therefore uh, they can't function as businesses, they can't develop property, they can't expand their uh, industrial processes or whatever they're working in because the banks won't give them money. So therefore, everything just falls in a heap eventually. So I think that the government is not not quite doing this right. But I tell you what, I had another idea as to why the government might, or sorry, the RBA may be increasing the interest rates. And that is that um, it seems to me that it's come right on the back of Australia becoming, I guess, benchmarked as the number two in overall score for financial... um, system. And so in the world that Australia is standing pretty tall in that regard, even though we're really a bit of a fly speck in the overall, I suppose, the value of our investment and the value of the cash that's over here. But nonetheless, that uh, we've got to number two overall. And there were a number of um, commentators who were asked, where's the best place to invest? And they said Australia. So I'm wondering if it is then that the RBA has increased cash rates, to make sure, and as I've said in the past, is that Australia traditionally always has to have about at least a 2% premium to interest rates overseas. So, say for example, America was 1%, then Australia needs to be 3% official cash rate. But maybe what they're doing at the moment is to make sure that by increasing well, increasing the gap in terms of the margin between our cash rate and overseas cash rates, is that um, many overseas investors have no... they, they must invest in Australia and put lots and lots of cash into our system. Now, if that's the case, then that's probably a pretty smart move by the RBA because eventually we're going to get starved of cash over here. So this could be a good thing. Now, that ha- I haven't seen that in the official press, but it's just a thought. And if they've done that, well, then it might be a stroke of genius and maybe I'm being um, unnecessarily unkind. But anyway, we'll, um, th- that will all pan out over time. And uh, But I think nonetheless that we're still going to take about six months before we know where we really are anyway i just thought i'd leave you with those additional thoughts and i hope you have a great week this is david hardy signing off from talking wealth i look forward to catching you next time talking wealth was brought to you by wealth within to learn how you too can maximize your investment returns call 1300 share trade